Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part three in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. If this is like the first time you're, you're hearing you're hearing this or like thinking through it in such a way, if it makes you uncomfortable, I would, we're like, why, what, why do I need to do this? Why should I put this effort in? Um, at minimum, just so you have confidence and it is what you know what you need to do. If you're wanting to know, if you're wanting to have more confidence in how you make decisions, put the effort in to clearly identify what are the things you really believe in. And then dig into those, challenge them yourself. Like, why do I believe this? Is that real? Is it not? Like, cause then it, you'll be able to not be as easily swayed or I guess like thrown off from what you say. Like, I have these convictions about these things. Um, and this is why, like, if you want to make decisions faster, have really clear belief statements. You know what to say no to, you know what to say yes to. So, like, that's a good, that's a win for everybody. If you know what you want to say. Like, and the nice thing is, like, it's not like, well, what if, I, if some of them are wrong? That's why it's, you are always working on it. Because if a belief statement goes against another one or, or you realize that, like, I don't know if I actually do believe that. Um, and that doesn't, it's not usually like this earth shattering realization. Like mine, mine has been like, I, I believe in seeking mutual respect for people. For everyone I encounter, I seek to, I am working to seek mutual respect. And the shift in that was like, well, that means that I want people to respect me also, which means I need to hold people accountable to how they treat me and how they treat the people around me. Instead of just like, I will be respectful. That's one thing. But now I'm, that's an act like it's a little bit deeper. And I do truly believe that seeking mutual respect means I will have an expectation of those that I interact with to be respectful of me and other people around me. So that's, that's creating a culture of, of mutual respect instead of, cause you can have a belief statement that says I will be respectful of everybody, but that doesn't create a respectful world. So, and the only reason I'm able to talk about it is because I've written about it and I was frustrated about it. And I get angry when I don't hold someone accountable because I feel really like I've, like there's something that I've missed. I've missed an opportunity to live into those belief statements when I don't hold someone accountable, when I let things slide. Yeah. The more clarity, the better. So I would encourage everyone to do this work. And, and here, you know, somebody might be asking, like, what does this have to do with addiction? And, I, and the reality is, is, is what I just said. This, 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 this exercise and this idea of worldview, this is important work for everybody, people in recovery and everyone. Um, because the goal here is that we want to connect. We want to create integration between the aspects of who we are, our mind, our body, our heart, and our soul. Uh, we want all of those things to be in congruence. Like we want them to fit and, and, and to work together. And when we don't do this work, we often find it. It's what I said earlier, like there's a tension and that tension comes from our mind, our body, our soul, and our heart are not, they're not in agreement with each other. And so we feel it, we feel it. We often can't articulate it, but we feel it in our, in our body, um, often first in our body and in our emotions. Yeah. So here, let's connect, uh, this belief statement to drug, to drug use. I believe we should be kind to ourselves and others. Okay. If I'm in active addiction, Wes, and that's my belief statement, am I being kind to myself by using something that can kill me? No, I'm not. And so 
using drugs is going against that belief statement. It's like, well, I'm not, I'm not hurting anybody but myself. It's like, but are you being kind to yourself? No. Are you? And then the things you do in order to maintain that, are you being kind to others when you're lying and manipulating? Are you being kind when you aren't, when you aren't able to work, have the career you want or have the relationships you want? Like what would lead you to more kindness is continued drug use able to lead you towards a more kind way of living? I would say no. And so that's the tension that a lot of us feel when we're making that decision. So it, you can connect these to your, uh, to how you want to respond to addiction or not. Those are your choices. That was a good category. I like that. And it goes back to even just like we call this a relational recovery podcast. And it's because we believe everything rises and falls on relationships, our relationship with God, self, others in the world. And you could, you know, if, if that belief is true that you just said, right, we want to be kind to ourselves and others. It's like, yeah. in in your active addiction, it's like, were you, were you a citizen contributing to the to society around you? That would be the world. You know, H- how did that impact your relationship with God? How did that impact your relationship with others? How did that impact the relationship with yourself? And what we would say is, right, a a full, rich life is one that is healthy in all four categories. And obviously, the opposite is true as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's that is the that's the work that we're talking about. It's like going through the like, if I have a belief statement, what are the things in my life that aren't lining up with it? And then that's where I need to start course correcting. And then it, it's, those are the, that's the work we're talking about. Cause it sounds like, well, cause I think some, I want to make sure that we're clear on when we say we need to do the work, that means not just right. That means thinking about it, writing it down and then acting on it. Because if we just do a bunch of writing and we don't do anything about it, that's nice. We might have a little bit more clarity mentally, but then we need to test it and see, is this, is this true? Do I, do I believe this in practice? Do I believe this when I'm working with other people? Um, that's to me, that's why I believe more and more in who Jesus is because of the belief statements he has and how I've seen living out his way of, you know, doing life really does create more flourishing. One that had, that is equally equal parts, mercy and equal parts, justice, seeking, like seeking reconciliation with people, having relationships that are focused on healing, not, not, not divisive. Those are all things that I believe because of who Jesus is that. I live into with people who don't believe in Jesus, like on purpose. That's part of it. Yeah. You know, as we bring this to a close, I think, I think one of the, there's so many applications, but one of the, one of the hazards here, I think by not doing this work, there's many, but one of the hazards are, I think, I think we're all kind of, we're kind of discipled in our culture to follow something or someone i think we're even made that way you know if i believe we're made in god's image we're made to we're made to follow god um but we're, we we all want to follow something and in our our worlds become more and more tribal where we we have a camp that we gravitate towards and if we don't do this worldview work i think what what i've what i've at least noticed personally is especially lately it's probably existed forever but it just it feels for some reason more intense lately is the most charismatic and loud voice tends to win um the most you know charisma tends to just look and feel the best and so people just follow that you know 
um, whatever kind of feels the most exciting or the most controversial or the most um, confident seems to win. Um, and and it, it doesn't require for us to really wrestle through the ideas. It doesn't really require us to, to really spend the time reflecting. We just follow. I think about it with, I mean, I'll just be transparent. I think about it like with people that are Christians being so excited about the last president, even, even in the midst of, you know, multiple, some concerning character flaws. Um, (laughs) like we all have character flaws. My point is, is like, but he was definitely the most entertaining, you know? Um, and I think that that happens in churches. I think it happens in books. I think it happens in movies. I think we're, we're constantly being bombarded with beliefs. Like anytime someone says, do this, follow this, act this way, they're making a truth claim. Like they're making a belief statement and we can't help even me now, even us now, Austin, we're trying to, we're trying to convince towards a certain way. So I don't think humans can exist. Like we we're always, pointing towards our beliefs and the more we can articulate what we each individually believe um the easier it's going to be like you said earlier for us to make choices that are congruent with our beliefs and the more congruent we live based on what we believe the less tension and turmoil we're going to feel internally thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast we'll be back tomorrow with part four in our conversation we'll see you then Thank you.